Blog Talk Radio. Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution. Hey, y'all. This is All Set. Peace, peace, and blessings to everyone. I am so excited to be back on the air. It has been a few months. Um, As y'all know, I have been working on building an entire school, and I can't even say I. We have an amazing shared team leadership model, um, and our team has been amazing, and I've just had to take a moment of focus to get that ready. We got approved and all of that stuff, and now that we're in a good flow, we are back on the radio. I'm excited to be here with you Pete. I'm excited to get back on the line to do some readings. I'm excited to do some healing and get some get some clearing of our chakras and get our energy on the way. So I'm super excited. Super, super excited. I first want to say to everyone, uh, happy twenty twenty on Roman calendar and you guys have been so missed by me and I hope that you guys did a lot of manifestation. I know that Joey and uh, Brother Jonah did the money ritual for the New Year's. I hope that you guys were able to do your own money ritual. We did ours. We think with, with theirs. And we are just happy to be back on Evolution Radio, where the ev- evolution is the revolution. Yes, we are growing. We are expanding. We are ensuring that we're getting the healing out in the world. So thank you, thank you. So we are going to, before we even start, um, Sister Peak, are we queued for the Kobe clip? Yes, we are. Okay, we are going to take okay. a moment of silence and a moment of homage and a moment of listening to hear the wisdom of Brother Kobe Bryant, who is a new ancestor, and we are welcoming him in. So we're just going to take a couple minutes just to hear some words of wisdom from our dear, dear brother and now new ancestor. Once upon a time, there was a young basketball player who had dreams of becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time. My name is Kobe Bryant. I'm 17 years old. With the hunger, the motivation, and the desire to be the best possible basketball player that I could be. He works day and night, every day. For years and years and years and years and years. As time went on, 20 years had passed. And he felt that he had accomplished all that he set out to accomplish. But what he come to realize is that the goal that he set out initially of becoming the greatest of all time was a very fickle one. And what he realized that the most important thing in life is how your career moves and touches those around you and how it carries forward to the next generation. Did he realize that's what makes true greatness? 
the story would be about transformation of a kid looking inwardly to then growing up and understanding the importance and the power of looking outward. It's a great feeling to know that you set a goal for yourself. You were able to reach that goal. Let's not get that. If I had the power to turn back time, I would never use it. I don't think about it. Because then every moment that you go through means absolutely nothing, but you can always go back and do it again. So it loses its flavor, it loses its its beauty. When things are final, you know, moments won't ever come again. To be able to have the power to go back and re-experience those things is, it's silly to me. When you take that jersey off for the final time, how do you think you're gonna feel? Very at peace with it. And, um, I'm very thankful you know, for the for the 20 years that I've had, and um, ready to go. You're live on Awake with Offset on Evolution Radio. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. Thank you to uh, our dear brother Kobe for everything that he contributed to this world. We are, uh, many of us are in a state of mourning. Those of us who understand transition, we are in a state of celebration because his task was completed and he he finished his work. And so it's beautiful to see that transition and now how we all have access to him. And y'all understand, if you've been listening, welcome to our regular listeners, welcome to I know I was shooting out a lot of information so new folks could listen. And we are back. So feels good to be back on. I do want to just quickly um, give a piece and love to, to Kobe's legacy. And I do want to just remind people that um, – you know, how important it is to be purposeful with your life and how important it is to ensure that you are not, um, I was just talking about frivolousness, not in purpose, but um, <laughs> how how you are clear about knowing that you want to contribute to the world. And sometimes contributing to the world may be as large as becoming president of the United States, or it may be as as large as being the mother or father to your children. And neither one is more than the other. All are needed and balance is necessary. So let Kobe remind us the importance of being intentional about our own legacy, about being intentional about embracing our own greatness and being disciplined to execute our greatness daily. And that's, that's work in the, world that accepts mediocrity or a world that tells you you're not enough. And so just want to say, say, remember who you are and remember your greatness and all of us are great and all of that excellence resides in ourselves and it's our birthright to be excellent. Whew. All right. I know Kobe hit me hard and I'm sure it hit everyone hard and we have to transition in the transition for him and celebrate that we all now have access to 
him as a as a ancestor and Gigi and all of the other folks who were lost as well. Um, you know, this isn't this isn't about whose lives was more important. It's far more about the impact that we have had in losing someone that had an impact in all of our lives in some way, shape, or form. All right, so let's get into it. So we are about to go into Mercury retrograde. So be aware. I don't even know if we actually are in retrograde. I think I don't. I don't think so. I think we're about to go into Mercury retrograde. Communication is about to be shook. Um, so make sure that you are being clear. And if you are unaware, for new listeners, if you are not sure what in the world is a Mercury retrograde, the planet Mercury literally is in a retrograde. Um, it appears to be moving backwards. And Mercury is the planet that governs communication. It governs technology. Uh, we were getting on the line tonight, and Teak's computer was freezing. My phone was, was acting crazy. I mean, this is, and we're just in the pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde. So because it's the first year of this um, Roman calendar new year, and it's the first retrograde of the new year, I do caution everyone to be mindful that this energy, January was intense. You know what I'm saying? Like we, there were memes going around saying that January was a full year because it was so intense. So be mindful that that is going to be coming with your Mercury retrograde. So ensure that you're communicating as effective as possible and and not taking things so personally, making sure that you're checking yourself and saying, self, hey, self, is this really what this is supposed to be? And am I interpreting this the wrong way? Uh, how am I impacting? How can I ensure that what I'm trying to convey is being conveyed properly. There are many, many, many theories that you should not go into a contract during Mercury retrograde because of that lack of communication and the lack of clarity. Um, so I'm not saying to stop your business or anything like that, but just be mindful. This is the energy that is about to be upon us. It lasts for three weeks. And so those 21 days, we, we have to be real about making and then there's still a post-shadow. So we're in pre-shadow right now. There's still a post-shadow. So drinking your water, meditating, breathing, making sure that you're doing all of these things that keep you aligned because we're all interconnected. Um, your technology also is affected. So you might have um, a computer crash. You might have your phone freeze on. You might have all types of things happen in terms of technology, and again, this is because Mercury, it governs technology as well. There's other little quirks that, that Mercury, communication and technology, that we see it the most. And so you'll quickly begin, you'll hear people saying, like, oh, it's Mercury retrograde. And it's so great that, like, we are now in a, in an era where all of this stuff isn't weird anymore. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not strange. I, I remember when I decided to leave Purdue University and, and go into holistic health and, and do all of this. You know, people were calling me a witch, and people were, which didn't offend me, but I made words for saying some really, really crazy things and as if it was impossible for this work to ever be accepted, and I would never be able to be successful, however spirit calls. And now we are in a time where 
it's the norm. You know, people are people understand what chakras are. People understand um, spiritual healthiness and things like the retrograde and astrology is no longer the devil and like all of these things. So it's it's a great time to be alive, and it's also because it's such a great time to be alive, we are more aware. And in that awareness comes responsibility. And so you cannot, you know, um, don't get in the habit of saying, because it's Mercury retrograde, I cuss you out. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. Because it's Mercury retrograde, the planets don't run you. Remember that. The energy doesn't run you. You are the one who has the power. That's why the god in you or the goddess in you is going to uh, um, force you to grow into who you are. So it's Mercury retrograde. That's great to know. That doesn't mean that you should um, become a hermit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't mean that you cannot move in a way where communication can be impactful. If you have the knowledge, you know the knowledge, your responsibility is to do better with the knowledge. And so being mindful that someone you may be communicating with may not understand Mercury retrograde, may not understand why they are shifting in themselves. And as they are shifting, you can't take it personal, and you have to find a way to be the, the – and, and do the magic, be the magician, and, and create the outcome that you want. So don't get in the habit of saying, because of this, this is my response, or because of that, this is why I'm showing up like this. No, 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 no. This is not an excuse for you to be an asshole. That's not what this, that's not what Mercury Retrograde is about. And it is definitely not an excuse for you to to avoid accountability. And if you have listened to me, um, this is amazing. I, I think I have been on the air for nine years. This is it's crazy. I think, I don't know, I think next week I'll know. I'll come back and tell you the exact year that I got on. But I think it's been, I don't know, I don't know, maybe eight years. I don't know. Anyway, however long I've been on the air, you know that accountability is one of the biggest things that I promote, transparency and vulnerability and accountability and making sure that you are being held accountable, community is holding you accountable, holding us accountable, and we're all doing the work that we are designed and destined to do. The only way we can do that is if we're being held accountable, is if we're all, if you said you're going to do something, this is what you should do. If you have harmed me, I am going to hold you accountable to, you can't take away the harm, but you, your accountability sure helps in the healing process. And so we have got to get back to the place of being able to, um, yeah, be held accountable without taking it so personal. And now, now I want to fight you, and now I want to kill you. I mean, it, 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 it's even things like that that are going on. I know that everybody is like, okay, so are you going to do the readings, though? If you have not been on the line before, you need to press one because Sister Teak is taking care of us behind the scenes, and she will get you in so that you can get your free reading. You get to ask one question, and that question will be answered. If you would like a full reading, full readings are $100 for unlimited time, and I am on call for you for two weeks. So it's essentially $100 for two weeks, um, and we do not time. You know, I know there's a lot of folks who do readings, and they time. I, I, I don't time you. I, when I feel full, you feel full. That's when the reading is over. And you are also you also have me for two weeks because once you get a reading, things begin to shift in your life. Your energy is shift now. You're open now. You're clear. 
become vulnerable and things will shift and purge and do all of this and that process I've just learned over the years. Um, instead of having folks come back and pay for another reading because of those shifts, I just say I'm on call for you for two weeks. And, um, yeah, so that is the process. We are going to – I think we'll go ahead and um, let's listen to one more Kobe thing. And when we come back, we will open up the lines early and get to reading because I know folks are reading. If you're on the line, you need to press 1 so Teak knows that you are in there and we will get to, from Kobe to the reading. We are running. All I can do is just thank you guys. Thank you guys for all the years of support. Thank you guys for all the motivation. Thank you for all the inspiration. I can't believe it's come to an end. You guys will always be in my heart. And uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, it's not, it's not about my jerseys that are hanging up there for me. It's about the next generation. It's about embodying the spirit that exists in those jerseys up there and carrying this organization forward so that the next 20 years are better than the past 20 years. And that's what it's about. And then it's also about the fans. I don't think you guys understand how present you guys were with me. You know, you guys were there with me at 5.30 in the morning when I was running the track and I was midway through my workout. And I didn't know if I could make it through. And I thought about the expectations you guys had, you guys had for me and you had for our team. And it pushed me through. It got me through those 800s and 400s and 100s at 5.30 in the morning. So I thank you. You know, you guys know that you know, if you do the work, you work hard enough, dreams come true. You know that. We all know that. But hopefully what you get from tonight is understanding that um, those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times when you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway. Um, that is actually the dream. That's the dream. It's not the destination. It's the journey. And if you guys, if you guys can understand that, then what you'll see happen is that your dreams won't come true. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Mamba out. Evolution Radio Network. Oh, 
that was a word, Kobe. Get up and do the work even when you're feeling like you don't want to do the work. And that's where the dream matters and where the dream, uh, where it comes in. Remember your excellence. Remember who you are. Do not make excuses. If you have capacity to be with someone or to be around friends, family, loved ones, your significant other, whatever it is, if you have capacity to where you can give them game on what Mercury retrograde is, do that. Do that and just introduce it to them. And as they, and, and if they begin to shift, you can easily say, remember, it's Mercury retrograde. We can control this, and we're going to figure this out in communication. Y'all, I'm telling you, as intense as this as January was, I am clearly, clearly giving warning that this Mercury retrograde is going to be intense. And last year we had some pretty intense Mercury retrograde. It was almost like last year they staggered, like it was like, oh, we got through it. And, but that last one was intense. It was something serious. And so it feels like this year, like we're kind of going to level out in that intensity. So just ensure that you are prepared and you have the tools. Go read about it if this wasn't enough information for you and go see how it can impact. But, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the things for astronomers, astronomers, right, very, it's like the mindset is it's going to be hurtful or you can't get through it or warning. And really these are tools. So like you told remember that you have power and has created us to be in you know, so all of these things that are, are in play are to help us be better. So don't fall submission into Mercury retrograde. Like Mercury should be falling a submission to you. So just remember that. All right, Pete, do we have folks on the line? Do we have folks pressing one wanting to get a reading? Uh, no, we do not. Not currently. Okay. I, something kind of told me it's going to take a minute for us to get back in the flow. Um, it's been, gosh, months since we've been on the line, so I anticipate it's going to be a little minute before folks are comfortable doing a reading. So I will continue to I, – I was I'm probably way too eager and, or excited to move forward. I do want to um, shout out Teak for being consistent, for making sure that – that the show in the back is, is handle it, handled. She literally holds it together so that I can just come on and do what I do. And then do not forget that Teak has her own show once a month as well. So every last Thursday of the month, it will be Teak's show, and she will be coming on, giving um, her blessing and gifts to the world and ensuring that we know that this isn't a, is a one-woman show. This isn't a one-man radio station you are on new uh new evolution radio where the evolution is the revolution brother joey l who is literally my brother and jonah bay who is also my brother and they do seminars across the country for sovereignty um for you know really understanding what it means to be sovereign really understanding what it means to be able to be in control of your your money and how you can do it in a way that is indigenous to who we are and our birthright as folks of, of this land, as the original folks of this land. So make sure that you, you tune in and you're attending all of the seminars. 
<sighs> I think I did all like the selfish plugs that you can do. I'm going to go into some chakra work. Um, right now, I'm just following spirit, and spirit is saying that we need to do a series. So I'm going to introduce what chakras are, and then we're going to go into a seven-part series for chakras. And every uh, week, we will be doing some work around each chakras. If you guys do not know, I do do a chakra course. Um, uh, I don't know if it's going to be every other month. We do one in January. We may do one in March. I'm not quite sure. It depends on my workload. But um, we do have other folks who are now teaching the course. I wrote this course about 11 years ago, and now um, we have some instructors. Shout out to, to, to Ty for doing this work, and she now teaches the course. So if you are interested in the course, shoot me an email at drauset, A-U-S-E-T, at gmail.com, and I will get you some information on the full course. <laughs> Otherwise, let's talk about what our chakras are. So in all actuality, our ancestors knew that there were energy interconnectedness that aligned us with the entire universe, right? Everything has energy. And, you know, in science, we know that energy can what? Cannot be created or destroyed. And so because of this, what our ancestors were were keen enough to understand was that the ability to have a excuse me a full alignment if you will from the universe to the core of the earth that we had to recognize that there was a universal um circulation that would happen between all of all of who we are so you know it's said that the womb mimics space right it's uh that all of the planets when they're in a particular um, motion or or frequency that is going to impact the entire universe and and all of this is true all of this is real once upon a time it was it was witchcraft and heebie-jeebie but science has definitely proven that you know from chakras to seeing the earth breathe, right? Like they, all of this stuff is real. We are all interconnected. So our chakras, our ancestors knew, while we always talk about seven chakras, we always talk about the the seven chakras from root to crown, and this is what they are and what they mean and all of this stuff. The truth is, is that there are 365 chakras. Do we have access to the knowledge of all of them? We do not. But our ancestors knew, and look at those numbers, okay, look at those numbers, 365 represents what? The days of the year, right, in a full cycle. And so, truthfully, and and what does that look like? Let's pause that for a moment. If there's 365 chakras, we know seven of them. (laughs) Okay, we know seven. I've seen some charts that have been able to go up to, like, 15, um, I know that, you know, Chakra 102 is coming to me, and so I'm beginning to really, really be clear about the those um, next probably eight chakras, so probably up to 15 as well. And that's really just ancestors and energy giving us access to the information again. Um, but one, for whatever reason, it, it, we didn't have full access, and we got down to just the physical chakras. So the physical chakras literally 
help us navigate our kundalini energy. It helps us navigate our physical self. It helps us do all of these things. And if we're not clear, if we're not clear about how all uh, of what these, and a chakra literally is just a wheel. It's Sanskrit for wheel. And so the uh, the wheel center of trying to to circulate through and with you and if you're, it, for example, if your root chakra is messed up, how can your heart chakra be open? And and all of these things, and it's all interconnected. It's all interconnected. We all have these systems, whether we acknowledge them or not, and whether we want to uh, recognize them as a real thing within energy, they are real, and they are all interconnected. The divinity of the universe is just like the Internet. The Internet is nothing... Listen, most of science, this is this is what is so um, amazing to me when folks talk about, like, the difference between science and religion, and you can't have science if you have this. Let me tell you something. Science is so dynamic because science will study nature to be able to codify and explain what is happening, all right? So if, if you, you really can't have spirit without science. You really can't have full understanding of knowingness and your connection to God without science because you need to be able to study a a thing and see where the commonality is, where the, 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 um, not even the commonality, where the system comes from. Because while while it is a chaos that, that we're told in space and in science that, that naturally exists, it's also very, very organized. It's very, very clear, and it's very aligned and interconnected with all of the things on the planet in the universe. Let me say that again, all of the things in the planet on the universe. You are listening to this show because of a divine alignment. You are listening to this show because it was already predestined for you, even and because it was predestined for you, and you participated and made the choice, you allowed yourself to be be led within your your spiritual self. And this was already going to happen. This is already going to happen. I don't care if you're listening to this show because you saw it posted on Instagram, you saw it posted on on. Facebook, because I text you flyer, whatever it was, because someone else texted you flyer, whatever the purpose of you being on this show right now, it was already divinely written, right? And so when you talk about um, alignment, when you talk about creative spirit moving you to get what you were supposed to get, and I don't know what you're supposed to get. It's not my job to know what you're supposed to get. All I'm supposed to do is aid and play my part. That's all I'm supposed to do. And imagine a world where we all did that. Imagine a world where we were we don't get we don't get paid for this, right? And 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 when we recognize that our chakras will align us, whether we want them to or not, you are going to receive what is divinely destined for you, no matter what. See, we've got to get out of the the idea, and this is why our chakras being cleared and our chakras being in alignment is so important because you don't want to miss an opportunity because you are in your own way for whatever the reason. And you can make whatever excuse you want. You can be frustrated. 
can do, you know, my mama wasn't there, my daddy wasn't there, my sister did this, uh, my friend did this, my ex is like this. You can have all of these things and still be in alignment for your excellence. And when your chakras are clear and they're working in a way that you're getting it to be productive for you, what you will find, what you will find is that all you have to do is surrender. That's it. That's it. All you have to do is surrender to you knowing that you deserve and God wants you. And I don't care what the God of your understanding is. If you say God is Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what, just having the wherewithal of understanding that the God of your understanding, there is, a, there is a power bigger than you that does not require, does not require anything from you and is able to give and pour into you. And I don't care, even, even you know, and I've, had plenty of clients, and they're like, oh, I'm atheist, and I don't believe in none of that shit, and da-da-da-da-da. Ah, I get it, and you don't have to, but understand that you don't have control of your breath right now. Tell your heart to stop beating. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Try to stop blinking. There are just some systems that are just in, in going to work for you, whether you acknowledge them or not. You want, when you get up out of bed, you don't have to teach yourself how to walk every day. You know how to walk. You see what I'm saying? It's like these systems work for you. The same is true as above, so below. So the same is true. And that same way that there are systems in this realm, systems in this dimension that are going to work for you no matter what, i.e. your digestive system, i.e. your respiratory system, i.e. whatever have to get to a place. Guys, we're experiencing a small difficulty. We're going to um, play a quick clip and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back. Listen, let me tell y'all, we back on the air. When my energy gets high, I be messing with technology. If you know me, <laughs> I be having to breathe on the phone with people because my energy will shut a phone down quick. So my apologies. Let me take my breath. I'm just so excited to be back on the air, you know? Um, but back to <laughs> the understanding energy. Even when we are moving in a way of saying, like, I got to make money, I got to make money, I got to make money. Cool, you absolutely do. You absolutely do, and you absolutely should. Remember, money is currency. Let's break that down. Currency, what is a current? A current is energy. So when your energy is right, your money is right. So while while folks are talking about, oh, I'm in my bag and da-da-da-da-da, no, 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 sweetie, you are in your energy. Your energy is flowing right. And so it's flowing to you because you are doing what you need to do. And a part of how you sustain. 
exchange, i.e. currency, money, whatever it is, you you are um you you understand reciprocity. You understand that you you have to give in order to receive. And people really, really and I'm gonna say this really, really strong. Because when we're talking about your chakra energy, you have to understand reciprocity. I'm going to say this really, really strong to my black folks. The only way, well, not the only, one of the only ways that we are going to heal our community is through reciprocity. We have got to understand the, the arm of philanthropic effort. We have got to understand that this is our opportunity. Listen, it's no... Um, it's no secret formula why the rich donate so much money and give back to so many different things because it's a reciprocal thing, whether their intention is good or not. So, for example, particular huge billion-dollar corporation, right, this billion-dollar corporation, multi-billion commits to a billion dollars, one billion dollars in philanthropy, and that's going to be broken up in million-dollar increments, however, whatever it is. Rather, the corporation head is genuine, genuinely cares about that, what that corporation head understands is the science of reciprocity. If I give back, this is what will happen, and in money, per se, in money in this jurisdiction, in this system of, of the corporation United States of America, you do get reciprocity by what? Tax write-offs. So now you don't have to pay taxes. Listen, the stuff that Trump and folks are doing with their money and taxes, this is not a rich person's secret. We can do it, too, on $12,000 a year. We just are, are – we think it is reserved – and it is not. This is the recipe because these are reciprocity laws. When you understand language is everything. So if, if you understand the language of how these things are going to move, you will do that. I, I resorted to giving the example through money because that's tangible and you can understand it. Let's go back to understanding the alignment of your chakras to that. When you are giving of yourself to spirit, to energy, to being utilized. Um, as a vessel in whatever shape or form, you will be rewarded. It is a, it is a law. <laughs> it's a law. It's not, it's not a risk. It's not a chance. It is a law. You do good, you get good, period. You do attitude, you get attitude, period. You do bad, you get bad, period. It's 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 not ever, um, ever, 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 ever going to break. And you know why? Because that is a functionality, that is a system of chaotic, organized systems that ensure you are your best self. So as long as you smile, someone will smile back. And and when you get in the habit of recognizing that there is this fine line of you control everything and you have control of nothing, 
<laughs> right? And when you understand that balance, you will begin to understand, okay, I just smiled, right? I just walked down the street and I smiled. And the first person didn't smile at me, but the next six did, right? And that first person who didn't smile at me, it made them shift after they saw me, and now I am in a ripple effect. I'm so interconnected to uh, uh, that person is now going to smile to the next people that they see, and they recognize their own ugly. See, we don't know why people respond to us the way we, they're, they do and why they're supposed to, because we're not God. But all we do know is that we're supposed to show up and 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 produce in the way that we're supposed to in our greatness. In our greatness. So when we get to this place, family, when we get to the understanding that all things are in our favor, everything is moving for us to be successful, we do not have to do anything but show up in excellence. And excellence comes with accountability, working hard, doing it even when we don't feel like doing it. This is, this is, and it is a promise to us. It's not, I, I got to stop even saying promise. It is a law. It is a law. You don't put gas in your car, your gas isn't going to run. Same thing with your, with your chakra system, with your spirituality, with your spirit, with your energy, with all of those things. If you don't do this thing, you're not going to get this result. And that that is how we all have to get into movement. When we're talking about chakra work, we, we, we feel, um, let me also say this too, chakra work has become very, very Eurocentric. And it is, <laughs> you know, uh, there are jokes in in circles of culture that when Euro, Eurocentric ideology comes into anything, it becomes watered down, codified, so that it is simplified and you don't get the depth of what it is. It's definitely what has happened in chakra work now. Um, you can go, you can Google and everybody writing about chakras, right? And the reality is that it's still just a system that works for you. It's still just a system that is helping you be your best self. And this system is going to work whether you take heed to it or not. <laughs> you feel me? Like this system is going to be um, a, a, a functionality of who you are whether you, give, you, you recognize what it is or not. So when we're talking about seven chakras coming in for us, uh, these are the physical chakras. There are, oh, gosh, enough for us to be, mm, there's enough work around each chakra that you literally could spend a month, <laughs> a month on all of them. And imagine, we do uh, we do an intense course in 30 days. So imagine going from, doing, you know, and I'm being very, 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 even generous, like you probably could spend a year on the chakra, when, especially when you're talking about you want to clear them, especially when you're talking about like you're, you're trying to heal and you're trying to get back into a place, you really could spend like focused energy on one chakra at a time for as long as a week, um, a day to a full year. The goal is in your spirituality is that you are a walking meditation, that you don't have to 
remove yourself or be uh, outside of yourself in order to tap into your spirituality. And your chakra system and being very clear in your chakra system is how you are able to achieve that. You're able to get to a point of full spiritual self and full spiritual awareness and your chakra systems are one of the systems that help you understand who you are. It's one of the systems that will give you the um, ability to fully, fully, fully show up in in your greatest self and be in alignment with your with your higher purpose and what it is that you're supposed to do. Because you get you you'll you'll learn so much. So we're we're going to go on a series. So this will be one, two, three. We'll do the first three chakras. The first chakras. If there's four Thursdays, then we'll get through first Thursday as I share. So we'll wrap back up in March. So we'll just go and give clear, clear, clear. That if you were committed to doing work, most folks do take notes and do uh, have the the what's the studying as you're listening. So there's you know questions, and this is an open show. So you know, as soon as you press one, and you're in queue, Teak will let me know that you're in queue, and we'll put bring you on the line. So if you have questions about the previous week of homework or the previous task, or maybe something came up. I think this is perfect for us to be doing chakra work. And now I understand, now that I'm talking through it, I understand why Spirit said we need to do a series for chakras. Um, Because as Mercury retrograde is happening, it will help us get clear, especially on that root chakra. So, um, yeah, I'm excited that we'll be able to do this. I do want you all to, to do your homework. Do some homework, um, and I'm not going to do a soccer course. We're just going to take a, take some time on the show and be able to go through what each soccer means. Um, but I do want want us all to do your own own homework. If you do have questions, you'll be able to bring those questions. You'll be able to go into detail. I do not do it from the from the Eurocentric approach. If you've ever taken my course. And you know that, and you know that it is very, very, very much about um, about about who we are as Indigenous people, and that's the way that it should be taught. So, just so that we are all clear about what the chakras are and and where they're located. Well, I don't know if we need to necessarily talk about uh, where they're located, but. Um, Maybe we can. So there is the first one starts at your root chakra, and your root chakra is literally um, Kegel exercise. Think about that. When you're doing your Kegel exercises, you are activating, cultivating your root chakra. Um, Then we have the sacral chakra that is around, like, you know, your sexuality, your sensuality, your your pleasure, oh, I guess I really didn't go into what the root is. The root is all about um, being rooted in this realm. And so um, consistency, um, being stable, being aware of yourself, and all. And um, anger is often 
sitting in our root chakras and all of that good stuff. Um, sacral is your sensuality, being sexy, feeling loved, and all things fluffy. Um, your solar plexus, which is, and, you know, it's red, green, and then your solar plexus is yellow. And that's about your your intentionality. That's about you getting things done. That's about um, you showing that consistency and showing that you're stable and showing that you're able to do these things, and then you begin to do in, in action form. Um, your heart chakra, which is your green chakra, is where you where where love and being um, devoted and being um, committed, but love is all about the the green chakra. It's also very important about the heart chakra is that the heart chakra is the middle of this realm's chakra system. It's the fourth going both ways, and so it is literally where you have your understanding of as below, as above, so below in the physical realm. And so it, it plays a very, very important part in being kind of the center of holding all of things together. Uh, and not together, I shouldn't say together, but holding things in a, in a level of balance is a better word. And then you have your... Um, I guess you can say like sky blue, um, your sky blue, uh, which is your throat chakra. And this is all about communication, um, as you were talking, how you were speaking, um, how things are landing in your communication, how you're receiving communication, um, you know, your vocal and the use of your voice. Then you have your third eye chakra, which is a darker blue. And that is located right in between your eyebrows and those, and you know, that's, I see you with three eyes, you know, this is the, your, I guess you could say, oh, your intuition, your gut feeling, um, you know, in spirituality, we say that our, our gut is our spiritual brain. And so like when you have, you trust your gut, right, your gut third eye very much connected and you you can sense that's where you can see things that are unseen and yeah very very important and then your seventh is your lavender ish i guess that's the color um crown chakra and this is where your your awareness your consciousness your your higher understanding your knowingness and how you you see everything now, what happens with all of these chakras is something called your kundalini energy. And a lot of times, and this is another Eurocentric approach and ideology to this work, um, but a lot of times you will hear people talking about their kundalini energy and they are only associating it to sexuality. That's not true, okay? Your kundalini energy is life force energy, literally. And so um, life force can be very sexual because that's, where you make life, right? And so, like, I, I get why it's easy to in there, but it's not. So your kundalini energy is at the base of your spine, and it literally is rising whether you are acknowledging it or not. And that kundalini energy touches and in, in works through the system of your chakras, and it helps you to plug into, to tap into the next dimension of the next layers of chakra. I hope I didn't go like super, super deep, but <laughs> and I hope that like it wasn't too much, but yes, 
that is that is the first introduction of the chakras. So we will go day by day. Next week we will be on the root chakra. So go read about it. Go learn about it. Go go question. Go do some work if you do know how to do chakra work. Um, if you've taken my course, so you know how to do chakra work from in other uh, modalities, yoga has has chakra work, massage has chakra work. I mean, you know, whatever your healing modality is, or if you just want to read and learn, why don't you read about it, and we will make sure that um, next week we're covering this in full, full, full detail. Um, whew, that was a lot. That was a lot. I feel really, really, really full and heavy, and we're kind of right on time with with five minutes left of the show. Um, if no one has pressed one, we will go ahead and close out the show. Y'all know I do not have to listen to myself talk. And I do not. Um, and, yeah. And we're done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thank you guys for listening. I'm excited to be back on the air. I'm excited to be back on at a time where everybody can listen. If you're if you're new to Thursdays, we used to do this show Monday mornings and changing it and shifting it to Thursdays, uh, Thursday evening. And at the time, it allows our East Coast folks to be on and our West Coast folks to be on after work hours. And I heard the feedback, and it was totally a convenience thing of doing it um, in the morning because it ensured that there were no interruptions, but after being able to to hear the feedback, and we thought, you know, the feedback was, can you do a morning show, and thought the morning show, and I think we still did great. I still think we had like 10,000 listeners, so I'm not saying that we didn't do well, but I actually like being back in the evening uh, because I get to wind down and feed the children, make sure everybody's good, and um, really sit and focus. So the readings are going to be rich. The show is going to be richer than it has been. And shout out to Brother Joey because he has been consistent. You know what I mean? Like he's been consistent telling folks about our show, um, coming back on his show. And if you do not know, every Sunday Joey does a show, every Friday um, Jonah does a show, and then, like I said, they do seminars together. So you can listen to both of their shows. They are focused on holistic approaches of being sovereign and what it means to be a sovereign individual in this land and how you can operate from driving in the sovereign with a sovereign license to uh, spending your money in a sovereign way. So make sure that you are, are supporting MakeMoreCommerce.com and all the things and wonderfulness that Joey does for the community. Um, his reciprocity absolutely gets back to him, and, and we appreciate it here at New Evolution Radio. Brother Jonah, too. And we are the goddesses of the radio station, the originals of the radio station, and it has been Tika and I doing Awake with our set. Thank you for coming. We thank you for joining us. We thank you for all of the good, fluffy, and welcoming us back into your listening ears and taking heed to your heart. We feel the energy. We feel the love. We thank you. I'm, I'm, from text messages to inboxes, folks are just saying, we glad you're back, glad you're back. So, uh, so we appreciate it. I will be responding to all of that as soon as we get off. We're going to end with a last parting word of wisdom from our dear new ancestor, Brother Kobe. 
and gratitude for all of the work that he's done. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Be productive, be healthy, have fun, and love on somebody as much as you need someone to love on you. Peace and blessings. What's your definition of greatness? I think the definition of greatness is to inspire the people next to you. My parents were, were great. You know, growing up, you know, they instilled in me the importance of imagination, of curiosity. And understanding that, okay, if you want to accomplish something, I'm not just going to sit here and say, yes, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can, but you have to also put in the work to get there. You grow up as a kid thinking that all things are possible if you put in the work to do it. You, know, you grow up having that fundamental belief. Uh, my father uh, was really influential at a really critical time where I, you know, I had a summer where I played basketball when I was like 10 or 11 years old. And here I come playing and I don't score one point the entire summer. Scored not a free throw, not a nothing, not a lucky shot, not a breakaway layup, zero points. And I remember crying about it and being upset about it. And my father just gave me a hug and said, listen, whether you score zero or score 60, I'm going to love you no matter what. That is the most important thing that you can say to a child. It gives me all the confidence in the world to fail. But to hell with that, I'm scoring 60. From there, I just went to work. I just wow. I stayed with it. I kept practicing, kept practicing, kept practicing. I think that's when the idea of understanding a long-term view became important. Because I wasn't going to catch these kids in a week. I wasn't going to catch them in a year. right? So that's when I sat down and said, okay, this is going to take some thought. started creating a menu of things. Mm. When I came back the next summer, I was a little bit better. Open shots, not miss open shots. Be able to shoot it with speed because those kids are so much more athletic. It's a simple thing of math. If you want to be a great player, if you play every single day, two, three hours, every single day, over the course of a year, how much better are you getting? If you're obsessively training two, three hours every single day over a year, over two years, you make quantum leaps. Show up every single day, do the work. They're looking at me as if, okay, this kid's soft. He's from the suburbs of Philadelphia. They felt like they could try to be physical or try to intimidate me and do all sorts of stuff, which they couldn't. Now I'm saying, okay, well, you're trying to attack me. How am I going to attack you? One of the things I would do is while everybody would be at the cafeteria work, you know, eating and doing all sorts of stuff, I'd just go back to the gym. Yeah, I may be from the suburbs, but you're not going to outwork me. Right, look at things things at their smallest. A lot of times the game starts moving really fast. But if you train yourself to watch hours and hours of film, the game's not moving that fast anymore. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's an obsessiveness that comes along with it. You want things to be as perfect as they can be. Understanding that nothing is ever perfect. But the challenge is try to get them as perfect as they can be. So how can we teach our children what it means to work hard? Well, you do it through training, right? So when I get up in the morning, my daughter goes with me. 4 a.m., my 15-year-old goes with me. It becomes a daddy-daughter thing. Through that process, she understands the value of hard work. So it's through those behaviors uh, um, is where I find the motivation to do it.
But what does losing feel like to you? Uh, it's exciting because it means you have different um, ways to get better. There are certain things that you can figure out that you can take advantage of, right? Certain weaknesses that were exposed. Mm. There are answers there if you just look at them. It's a constant process. It's exciting when you win, it's exciting when you lose because the process should be exactly the same. The hardest thing is to face that stuff. I think it's the fear of, of starting anew. You play for 20 years, I play for 20 years, you reach a certain level, you're like, okay, wait a minute, I have to start again at the base of a mountain and try to climb the top of this mountain. First of all, what mountain am I climbing? I don't even know like, what the hell am I gonna be doing? The thing that helped me actually was hurting my Achilles because that forced me to sit there and say, okay, the day could be today that your career is over. First question I asked, which is the wrong question, is what's the biggest industry I can get into? I said, okay, stop thinking of it that way. You're thinking of it the wrong way. Why did you start playing basketball? Because I loved it. All right, what do you love to do? Oh, well, I love to tell stories. Mm. All right, let's do that. I think stories is what moves the world. Nothing in this world moves without story. And so I think that is the root of everything. And if we're going to try to make the world a better place, story is the right place to start. Yeah. From uh, one of my English teachers at Lower Marion named uh, uh, Mr. Fisk. He had a great quote that said, rest at the end, not in the middle. That's something I always live by. I'm not going to rest. I'm going to keep on pushing now. There are a lot of answers that I don't have, even questions that I don't have. But I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going, and I'll figure these things out as you go, right? And you just continue to build that way. So that, I try to live by that all the time. Every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.